The Chicago White Sox have internal options for second base, but will the Sox finally make a move this offseason that will be considered a serious upgrade? There have been rumors circulating recently that the White Sox are interested in Milwaukee Brewers second baseman Colton Wong. Locked on Brewers host Brandon Snide will join me as we take a look at what a trade could look like. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on, on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked on White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, the White Sox have lacked consistency at second base for what has felt like an eternity. Uh, it's a position that the Sox could address internally, but there are rumors floating around that Colton Wong from the Brewers is of interest to the Sox. To help me make sense of what a potential trade could look like, I'm being joined by the host of Lockdown Brewers, uh, Brandon Snide. Uh, Brandon, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Nick, thank you for having me. You know, with so much football and basketball going on, it is a joy and a pleasure to talk some baseball because it is getting cold here by you and I. You're down in Chicago. I'm, of course, up here in Milwaukee. So uh, it's good to talk about some baseball here in these uh, these cold winter months we're about to experience. Yeah, we've got the winter meetings coming up uh, next week. And uh, the Chicago White Sox, their general manager has said, Rakan, look, uh, we're not going to spend a lot of money, uh, but it, we could be improving via the trade market. And the Sox uh, have a lot of areas to address. And, and recently, the name Colton Wong started to get tossed around is, you know, the Sox might be kicking the tires on that. Brewers picked up Colton Wong's uh, option. And he is being rumored not only with the White Sox, but there are other teams interested. Were you surprised to hear that Colton Wong's name was being mentioned in terms of a trade? Initially, I was, to be quite honest with you. But then after we got the breaking news, which it felt like it was at like midnight, which the, the Brewers probably did that on purpose here in Milwaukee, that Hunter Renfro was on his way to Los Angeles. Things kind of started clicking in the mind of, of of brewers fans and mine mine as well is this team nick is on the brink in my opinion of what is about to become a sort of a rebuild uh because look you had you had your run in 2018 if you're a milwaukee brewer fan you know exactly what i'm talking about uh you're one game away a couple innings away really from uh going to the world series uh you were there in 2019 again in the playoffs josh Hader melts in 2020 was kind of a weird year and then you don't make the playoffs uh, in this past year. So I was not surprised to see Colton one. I was almost surprised, Nick, to be quite honest with you, that they picked up his option, uh, to be quite honest with you. The problem is, if you're in the Milwaukee Brewers fandom, you know there is not a soul on that roster 
that is ready to play second base. Uh, the Brewers in their farm system, they're pretty loaded right now, especially in the outfield. Um, they're lacking at second base uh, as far as prospect-wise. There's not one in the top 25 right now in their in their third in their uh, top 25 prospects. Not one uh, second baseman. So that's that's the issue I think for the Brewers. And if you're looking at a trade. You would assume that that's going to be something that they're going to explore, uh, a corner infielder maybe. Uh, but no, I'm 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 not surprised. I think we're seeing uh, a a a younger version of the Brewers uh, upcoming in in 2023. Yeah, after uh, what happened with the Brewers at the trade deadline this past season, I think a lot of baseball fans were just kind of looking at Milwaukee, like, "What's going on over there?" And well, fans, uh, Brewer fans, we were we were looking yeah. at ourselves asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's something that, you know, I, I, I could see why the socks are, of course, this this fits the socks, you know, and in, in so many different ways. Lefty bat has some power, reliable second baseman. It has been a revolving door for the White Sox for a long, long time. Uh, you know, and we're saying goodbye to Josh Harrison. We have internal options. We've got some young guys, some young prospects. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if the sacks at the end of the day say, you know, we're just going to fill this internally. But I think the fan base is begging for a serious option, like go out and get a real second baseman, a veteran second baseman. Uh, and we need that lefty bat. Uh, would the Brewers, you think, be looking for, you know, big league talent? Or do you think they're really just looking for, for just to stockpile the prospects? At this I, I point? think it's stock. I think it's stockpile, Nick. I really do. And I, and I, and you saw it with the Hunter Renfro, uh, what they got with Jason Funk. He was one of the three, uh, in the Hunter Renfro trade. He's the only prospect that was rated, uh, not only in the angels top 30, but also in Milwaukee. He was in the number 16 prospect for the angels organization. He comes into Milwaukee at number 14, and that was Hunter Renfro. That was the Brewers' best hitter last year. Keep that in mind. I mean, a rocket rocket arm in the outfield, too. If you know if you know Hunter Renfro, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When he, when he comes to Colton Wan, though, I call it the year of the three for him last year, and it sounds weird. Third most games he's played in his career, 134. That's pretty respectable. Third highest war last year, 3.1, and the third highest percentage of, hit, of uh, hard-hit balls in his career. It was like the year of the three. It was just a weird kind of a weird year. He was the Brewers second best hitter overall. I mean, he was the the second most qualified hitter in terms of OPS plus for the Brewers in 2022. I do not think the price tag is going to be very high for him. Again, it's a one year. I believe he, I believe it's eight and a half million dollars. I should probably know that answer. Um, I'm going off the top of my head, um, but I, I believe the package for Colton one could be light and you're talking maybe now I'll tell you, I want Brian Ramos, but you, you guys will tell me no. Um, but, <laughs> and maybe you'll tell Matt Arnold, the Brewers GM that as well. But um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to require a high, uh, a, a big package. I mean, maybe even a couple middle relievers. Cause that's really right now where the Brewers are lacking. They lose a couple uh, in the off season this year, obviously winter meetings might change some of that. It, it always seems to get the stove reheated uh, in the winter months uh, for baseball off season. So to answer your question, I think the package could be extremely light. Hmm. There is a uh, there's a gentleman on the White Sox. His name's Gavin Sheets, and I would love to try to offload him onto the Milwaukee Brewer, Brewers. Lefty bat, power lefty bat, uh, natural first baseman, but for some reason has been out in the outfield. He could be a DH. I'm trying to get rid of this guy in the worst <laughs> way. Uh, so think about him as well. Yeah, you know, I, Sacks have got uh, some untouchables, or at least they say that there are some untouchables from the big league uh, roster. And you, you really, a guy like Colson Montgomery, 
one of our top prospects. I, and I don't know if he would even be somebody that would be, you know, involved in something like this or even should be. Uh, but I, I feel like a few seasons ago, whether it was Woodruff or, or Corbin Burns, uh, there was some discussion between Sox and Milwaukee, I believe. And I feel like Andrew Vaughn might have been the want by Milwaukee. And, and one of the one one of the reasons it just didn't get done. So, you know, depending on what you want, if you want arms, uh, there are some arms. But we also have a ton of infielders in our farm system. And, and that's where the Milwaukee Brewers, if you look at their farm system, their top six prospects nick are outfielders now bryce terrain comes in as a he's more of a utility he plays shortstop he can also play outfield they're loaded uh and get and garrett mitchell made his debut last year out in the outfield um they're loaded the milwaukee brewers are in the outfield position they corner infield like i said not one in the top uh 25 i'm sorry one is in second at second base in the top 25 they only have one uh prospect in the top 20 for the corner infield so that's that's where the Brewers are lacking. They've it's it's felt like they've been lacking really since Prince Fielder left first base back in what was that 2010. Um, they just they haven't been able to find a replacement. Um, it's been like a committee over there. You had Jace Peterson over there at third base. You have Kesson Hero, who they again high draft pick, first round pick, just hasn't panned out in the major leagues defensively and somewhat offensively outside of his rookie year. Um, so when it comes to corner infield, if that was the position that they would go target after. For Colton Juan, like I said, I'll take Brian Ramos off your guys' hands. It's it's <laughs> completely fine. Um, also, catcher, you know, even mm. even you know, I believe Adam Hackenberg. Uh, I think he's in your guys' top twenty uh, prospect down in your farm system. A, a guy like Wilfred Barris, uh, who I think plays both first and third, would be somebody that the Brewers might again might. I have no idea what they're looking at, um, but it, there's a revolving door here in Milwaukee, and and, and mm. really, we don't know what to expect this offseason. Okay. And a lot of us yeah. didn't think Hunter Renfro at 11, he was going to get $11 million in arbitration this year. We don't, we have Corbin Hearns, Corbin Burns, who's due, who's going to be due a lot of money. Brandon Woodruff going to be due a lot of money. Josh Hader obviously goes off to San Diego. What's the direction of this team? That's the question that as Brewer fans, people that cover this team, people that watch this team, people that root for this team, we're trying to figure that out because yeah. if you're not going to extend Corbin Burns, well then, Colton Juan means nothing. No offense to Colton Juan. I love him. Gold glove guy. Uh, hit the most home runs in his career last year in 2022 at 15. He's been outstanding. He's been a rock at second base. But he means nothing to Brewers fans at, at what, 30, 31, 32 years old if he's if he's not part of the future. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's well said. Um if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna tear things down, might as well go ahead and tear things down and uh, I'm getting the sense now that this could be a possibility. Uh, we could maybe make something work for Colton Wong. Uh, he's been a reliable second baseman for almost a decade. Uh, has shown some power. Uh, did take a step back in 2022. Uh, in a moment, I'm going to uh, pick your brain on what the Sox could potentially expect from Wong in 2023 if something were to work out. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which I'm sure you do, uh, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Uh, Bet online, 
where the game starts. Okay, uh, looking at Colton Wong's numbers, Brandon, uh, they dropped off, you know, in 2022. Uh, he had some moments that I feel like he was making a comeback. He was making a surge. Uh, but should that drop off at all be a real concern moving forward in 2023? I don't think it's going to be. I think when you get, when you look at a guy like Colton Wong, he's about, he's about, about as, fit, as efficient as it gets when you look at a major league player. I mean, Outside of 2022, look, when the Brewers signed him, it was kind of a shock, to be quite honest with you. Um, no, I don't think any of us really expected it, especially out of uh, St. Louis at the time. Um, but I think that, you know, his OPS plus was a little bit below his career average. Again, like I said, he he did hit for power last year for Colton one. He had 15 home runs last year. Was that the benefic- beneficial part of playing an American family field where that right field wall is brought in a little bit? Maybe. Um but I think what you can expect out of Colton Juan is consistency. A guy that's going to hit around 300. Uh, he's a guy that hits for contact. I, not many times does he strike out. His strikeout numbers were a little bit up last year, but he also dealt with a little bit more uh, injuries. He had an oblique injury that he battled through in the middle part of the year. And I did mention earlier, it was the third most games he played. He played 134 games out of that where he's at in his career, I think that's probably, I think that's pretty darn good. Yeah. I was impressed Um, by that. Yeah. I I was impressed by it too. Even with Nick, even with battling that oblique injury, which as you know, anybody that's fan of a Brewers or excuse me, baseball, you know, what an oblique injury is just kind of one of those things that lingers almost all year long. Um, But no, I think what you're going to get is, is consistency. He's a, he's a uh, contact hitter, doesn't strike out much. and, And look, can you name five better defenders at the, at the position? It'd be hard. It'd be hard. Yeah, I was going to ask you defensively, uh, you know, the offense stuff, uh, man, music to White Sox fans' ears. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know, Sox Park uh, can be homer friendly. Didn't see it this past season as no uh, player uh, hit 20 home runs. Uh, but that's shocking. He, it really, it really is. <laughs> and that's a whole nother podcast. Uh, it, it, trust me, it has been here on Lockdown White Sox. Uh, we've got, you know, a new coaching staff. We've got, you know, I think a new philosophy and might as well bring in, you know, like like you're saying, a consistent, serious, actual second baseman. And uh, those offensive numbers, uh, those sound great. Defensively, though, you know, he would be matched up with Tim Anderson, who's our shortstop as of right now. Uh, you're saying he's, he's a plus defender. Did you guys feel like you got what you thought you were going to get out of Colton Wong defensively? Well, and, and, and keep in mind, last year the bar was set probably a little bit high. He's coming off of prior to that. Uh, two years ago, back-to-back gold gloves, 2019-2020. Um, I, uh, yes, I think what, what we expected out of Colton Wan was exactly what we got out of Colton Wan. Again, outside of the injury, marvelous defender. I mean, if a ball's hit the second base, if it's hit the shortstop, you know, the Brewers had Willie Adamas at shortstop, obviously Colton Wan at second. It, nobody was really concerned with it. Uh, outside of him not being in, in, in the lineup when he was battling the injury, the Brewers' defense was actually an improvement uh, from where it was a year prior. So the concern was really, you know, non-existent for him. And I, and I, as a fan, as somebody that watches this team religiously, it was exactly what we expected. Uh, and, and, and look, if you pair him with Tim Anderson, do you have a better middle of the infield in the American league? Maybe again, but it's one of those things where like, you got to go in and look at it. Cause off the top of your head, that's pretty darn good. Yeah. It's, Offensively uh... and defensively. And, and I know the white Sox didn't, do what they wanted to do last year in terms of of wins, but that's talented roster, man. That's talented roster that up and down uh, is a team that's ready to win now. And if you're ready to win now, Colton Wan's a great guy to grab. Yeah. I, I was not, 
I was not terribly, you know, excited about Mike Clevenger, the move they made recently. Uh, it didn't doesn't really move the needle too much for me. But if they seriously, and, and the Sox, I mean, if they seriously address the second base position and they, you know, target Colton Wong, this is the guy we want, and they can go after him. Uh, you know, everything I know and now hearing from you, that that would really be, you know, uh, just an early Christmas gift. It's, if something could get done during these winter meetings that are coming up, and if we're to believe that the Sox uh, will try to get stronger through the uh, trade market. Sox horribly defensively last year. I mean, they, they just, you know, they could not figure it out defensively. I think there's just, there's going to be a change in culture, a change in philosophy, I hope, with the uh, Pedro Grafol era. Uh, and why not? Uh, make that a, a point of uh, focus defensively at second base. Uh, n- negatives for Colton Wong. You know, obviously there's a lot of uh, positives. Did, what did you find that uh, maybe you weren't terribly thrilled about uh, with his game? You know, I think the only thing was just, and I, again, I keep going back on it, was the third most games played, but he was just injured. It felt like more often than he ever has been as far as being a brewer. Now, again, 134 games is still pretty darn good, if you ask me, uh, especially at this point in his career and where he is age-wise. Um, but it felt like it was a lot of ground balls um, and injuries were the two biggest things uh, at, for Brewer fans that I think we were disappointed in. I get, you know, I use disappoint. I want to be easy with that because we weren't necessarily disappointed. But if you're looking at where he was coming from in, in the years prior, that was probably it. Um, his arm is still lethal i mean his glove his range is still incredible um he's a he's a darn good leader in the clubhouse in that locker room um but if i had to tell you where we were disappointed it was just the health and again that's that could be just sheer luck bad luck really at that um but he hit a lot of ground balls and he was injured you know on and off the il more than we were used to as brewers fans yeah uh, injuries seem to be rampant, uh, in a lot of different teams. We, we, we suffered through ours and I think that needs to be reanalyzed just the strength and conditioning program. And you hear a lot of talk about, well, the lockout last year and the weird spring training and, and, and hopefully this is going to be a more traditional off season because boy, uh, I, I can't handle any more of these types of injuries. Uh, we, we've had it for, for too you've many had seasons. Bad luck. Yeah, yeah, you've we, had, we've had some bad serious luck. bad luck. Uh, so if the Sox can't get a deal done for Colton Wong, uh, could the White Sox and Brewers still be trade partners? Going to talk about that uh, in a moment. Okay, uh, Brandon, Sox are looking to improve and attra- address needs via the trade market. You know, maybe it, it, it happens with the Brewers, but I, I guess – the big question is, do you see Colton Wong realistically coming to the White Sox? Do you think, you know, the White Sox have enough to, to get this deal uh, done? I'll tell you this, Nick, and you can you and your listeners can take this for what it's worth. I will be shocked come April, come February, when pitchers and catchers report, if Colton Wong is on this roster, period. I'd be shocked. Um, I was shocked, quite frankly, and so was Brewer Nation, they picked up his option. And when and the first thing you think of as a Brewers fan, they picked up his option and we're just so used to disappointment. Yeah. He's getting traded. That's, that's what we thought. And then Hunter Renfro, your best hitter, your only, you know, consistent bat last year was traded for again, mid prospects, uh, uh, number 16 in, in the angels farm. And that was it. Uh, and again, a guy that's getting $11 million. Colton Wands right there with eight and a half uh, million dollars. So I'd be shocked 
if if he is on the Brewers roster. And look, if you're the Milwaukee Brewers, if you're Matt Arnold, right? This is Matt Arnold's first year. Of course, he's been in the Brewers organization for a number of years. David Stearns is quote unquote taking a advisor role, whatever we want to call it. He's got big shoes to fill. Like this is the golden age. I call it the golden age of Brewers baseball. Four out of five seasons in the playoffs was unheard of for the Milwaukee Brewers outside of the 1980s. Uh, so Matt Arnold has big decisions to make. Is Colton Wan part of your future? You have Jackson Churio coming up, Sal Freelich, Joey, Joey Weimer, uh, Garrett Mitchell, and I'm rallying off names that you guys might not even know. These are our pro- young prospects coming up. If you remember Brewers with Ryan Braun, Prince Fielder, J.J. Hardy, they all kind of came up together. That's where this class is for the Milwaukee Brewers. Is Colton Wan part of that? Is a 30-plus-year-old uh, middle infielder, a guy that's battled injuries, going to be part of that? Probably not. Um, so again, if you're going to trade him, let's just say hypotheticals. I don't know all the rumors where he's going. Why would you trade him to, let's say Philly? Why would you trade him to, let's say Atlanta? Why would you trade him to, let's say New York, the New York Mets, get him to the American league, baby. Get him. (laughs) We don't want to, we don't want to see him in the ninth inning with two outs and a guy on second. I don't want to see that out of Colton Wan because I know what he can do. He's darn good at what he does. And there's a reason he's, he's been in where he's been for the last 10 plus years. So yes, I do think it's very possible if I'm, if I'm the GM again, you can look around me uh, for those on YouTube. I don't, I'm not the GM I'm in my basement, Um, (laughs) but that's what I would do because look, he's, he's a guy that you can kind of just thank you, shake his hand. We went to the playoffs every year that he was there minus the last year, go to the American league. Here's a team right now. And again, looking from the outside and you would know more than I would. So would your listeners, that's a team that's that's ready to win. They're ready to compete in the American League, especially in the American League Central. Yeah. Um. So here you go, Colton Wan. It's a win-win for Milwaukee. Give us whoever you know. It takes off the the money off the books. The Brewers are a little cheap here and there, so uh, I'm sure they're going to be looking forward to uh, to dumping some money. But I think it's a I think it's a high possibility that you see him in the uh, the South Side pinstripes. Uh, that that would be that would be a magical moment. Uh, it, it, the more you know, you've talked about him, and the more I read, it, it just it feels like this would be such a great uh, a great guy to kind of build around a little bit uh, with with the new philosophy that uh, Pedro Grafol and the coaching staff might want to put in place. And I, I think you're right. You know, with with the way that the Milwaukee Brewers are going, uh, it, I. I don't see Wong in a un- in, in a Brewers uniform in 2023. I sure hope it's in a Sox jersey, but I, I feel like there 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 are going to be some other suitors, uh, perhaps. And if you're looking to get young and you want to you want to get the most you possibly can, we don't have a terribly deep farm system. That's that's the worry. I guess it's just what are you really looking for position wise? Yeah, and if you're looking at position wise, I know we talked about it before, but the the corner infields for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, and I want to go back and correct myself. We do have a second baseman in the farm system in the top 10. He's just at very, he's at high a right now. So that can always change. Um, but that's also, again, years, you know, a couple of years away, you know, you're not going to have that overnight. Um, but it's, it's corner infield for the Milwaukee Brewers starting pit. And, and, but that's the thing though, Nick, is that we don't really know. Are you going to extend Corbin Burns? Like, are you going to pay if you're not going to pay him? Okay. That's a whole nother position that needs to be addressed you know going forward if you're not going to sign Brandon Woodruff if you're the Milwaukee Brewers okay that's another position you know another big uh you know size shoes of fill you know starting pitch your number two starting pitching um is Devin Williams gonna get back on track he struggled last year in the second half of the season after Josh Hader was traded you need a closer like they have so many holes right now in the Milwaukee Brewers 
organization in their major league uh, roster right now. They don't even have, they're not even at 40 yet. I mean, I, I believe the last I looked at it was 36. Yeah. I could, yeah. I could be wrong if they, if they grab somebody, but so many holes to fill so many, uh, you know, spots to fill. If you're, if you're, if you're the Milwaukee Brewers, you really don't care, I guess, outside of outfield. I'll tell you that right now. We're good on outfield. Uh, our top, let me see here. Our top three, our top five prospects are outfielders. Um, and one of them, Garrett Mitchell, uh, was in the major leagues last year. Um, so I think he's, we're good on the outfield, but anywhere else, really, I mean, I would take any, anything for <laughs> outside of outfield. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Milwaukee and, and the White Sox. They have a ton of history. Uh, I, I was telling you before we started recording, I haven't really enjoyed my time uh, up in Milwaukee watching uh, Brewers White Sox games. And, and it looks like the Brewers will be coming uh, to the south side this coming season. Uh, I, I wish they would play each other home and home uh, every single year. It, it's uh, I, I root for the Brewers and it's been kind of impressive to see what they've done as maybe a traditional small market team over the last few years. And uh, it, what we saw as, as Sox fans in 2016, when, when we traded Chris Sale away, you, you kind of have to, the, the GM Rickon was good about tearing it down and getting a bunch back in return, but we haven't really done much with it since. So uh, hopefully uh, there are some uh, there's some better directions ahead for this White Sox team. But, hey, if this goes right and, and we can orchestrate something for Colton Wong, uh, you and I will definitely be talking again. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, if there's, you know, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on your podcast. I, I, I'll tell you right now, the, the number one team that I want him to go to is the Chicago White Sox. Love it. All because right. the other teams that he's linked to, you know, I don't want to see him go uh, to a competitor. Now, I don't think the Brewers are going to be, you know, competitive in 2023 meaning playoff wise, um, they, they're going to be young and they're going to have question marks and they're going to have guys that are playing roles that they may have never played before and, and, and fill in shoes that maybe are too big at this moment. But if there's a team right now, again, I respect the White Sox. I, I told you before we started recording, I, I uh, partied with them last year. We tailgated. Um, <laughs> they're way cooler, nicer, friendlier. Better looking than the neighbors to the north of him. That's for sure. Wonderful to hear. Uh, we, I knew that already, but it's great to hear you say that. Uh, I really appreciate you, you joining and just giving some insight. Uh, Brandon, where can we find you know all your stuff uh, that you're doing? Sure. You can follow uh, me on Twitter at Brandon underscore Snide. That's spelled S-N-E-I-D-E. Um, and then you can follow my podcast, Locked On Brewers, at Locked On Brewers. You can also just go into the YouTube, uh, search Locked On Brewers should be the first one that pops up and we're going to get rolling here soon. Nick, I telling you before we started recording, we're going to lock down. This is my first lockdown experience yeah. with, uh, with you uh, at the network. So we're going to get rolling here with brewers. As you can tell, just from hearing me for the last 30 minutes, we have a lot to discuss as brewers. Fans. Yeah. And I think you're, you're starting at the right time. Winter meetings are fun. Uh, we've been kind of without the in-person winter meetings for the last several years. And yeah, if we're true. If, Good we're, point. If, yeah. if we're to believe what we've been hearing, it, it should be pretty exciting. Uh, and, and that's what I think baseball needs a little bit, a little bit of that, like uh, NFL, sometimes NBA, where everything just happens and it's crazy. It's this flurry of action. Baseball tends to drag, you know, yep. over several months. It'd be great if next week, uh, there was a lot of fun stuff to report on, but uh, thank you so much for, for your time, Brandon. And uh, you know, best of luck. And, and, you know, we'll definitely be talking down the road. Absolutely. Nick. Thank you so much. You got it.
Folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere. You find your podcast. We are on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up in the next episode, I'll continue to look at off-season scenarios for the Chicago White Sox as the Pedro Grafol era moves full steam ahead. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox!